Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rap an iHeartRadio podcast hello everybody we're scrubbing in scrubbing in on a holiday weekend that's right it's mlk day happy mlk day martin luther king jr that's right we're <clears throat> here a little frazzled today. Why are you frazzled? I'm frazzled because I have a, a sick daddy and uh, it's a holiday. So kids are home from school and a puppy that won't pee in the rain. No, uh, Sonny's Sonny's daddy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Tawny does not call her dad daddy. Yeah, no. And that is off <laughs> limits. So. I think calling her boyfriend daddy is worse than calling her no, father daddy. No, no. I think... I know. I think daddy is like, I don't like it, period, to be honest. Yeah, like, I don't want to call good. anybody daddy, but I've been calling him daddy because I'm like, I don't know. I just there's no happening. reason. There's no, no good reason. reason. Lack of sleep, perhaps. Um, but so I went and picked up Sunny and my she hasn't been in my apartment. So I wasn't equipped like I'm not equipped. And then I realized there's this room, our, our studio is filled with wires She's a chewer. And she's a chewer. So I'm like, you know, uh, we're just going to keep her in our laps. Hopefully she's chill and have her little carrying case. But, 
you know. I'm currently holding a bully stick while she gnaws on it in my lap. I'm very happy. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm um, very content. I have a puppy in my lap. Great. <laughs> then all's well. <laughs> I remember one time we were in the studio and I had to bring Phoebe and I remember Mark just being like, uh. Oh, I remember that because yeah. I was so worried I was going to roll my chair over her or yeah, something. Yeah, she was so little. I'm not- yeah, yeah. It's okay. We're not going to let we're not gonna let her on the ground because it's no, a hazard no. in this studio, but... Didn't How, Stephanie Pratt also used to bring her dog in here? Yeah, yeah, Stephanie Pratt. Um, you know, recently the thing that's been plaguing me is um, a, a dog named Diamond Baby, who is the pet of a hotel heiress that I will not name, <laughs> chew, chewing on cables that have electricity flowing through them and having to <laughs> stop this animal from killing itself. He said not to worry. I am not allowing that behavior to happen over here i'm just concerned about the dog safety so i appreciate that yeah okay. nothing about the wires <laughs> yeah nothing who cares yeah. about the wires yeah. in the studio yeah. yeah don't worry about the dog but if i have a drink in here it's chaos <laughs> <laughs> wait you <laughs> by the way she does have an open liquid container on the well, desk a, but no, I, you lid. know what i've had to just i have to let my hair down today because i'm just befuddled Disgruntled. what is the liquid coffee. it's a coffee Ooh, okay. Yeah, nothing good comes uh, from yeah. that. Yeah, what is milk the, and sugar. Are you befuddled or disgruntled? I feel like those are different things. I'm unsure of what I am. She's frazzled. not befuddled. Yeah. Frazzled <laughs> might be the right word I'm going for. Okay. All right. Well, you know, befuddled means confused. So are you confused today? Maybe a little bit, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little confused. But How has the week of motherhood been for you? Not going to lie. <laughs> it's bliss and hell at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like I love her so much and I like miss her when she's sleeping but at the same time like you don't think of, I don't think about things and then I'm like oh yeah I have the dog I can't do that like I haven't worked out in a week and you know me I have my hour of Tanya time every single day and I have not worked out in a week because if I'm not working I feel like I need to parent her in a weird way yeah is that like a guilt thing mom guilt is this what mom guilt feels like I just think, well, at first you were, you were like, yeah, she's sleeping, but it's fine. Like we both get up with her and I was like, wow, they're really crushing the new parent thing without any, like any of the things that I remember having. And so this feels more familiar to Well, no, here's the thing. It is really nice having him because we switch off taking her potty in the middle of the night, you know, so it's less disruptive to our sleep, I guess, but I still wake up every time, but in, in, you don't have to, you know, get up out of bed and, and do it. So it is nice having him, but, uh. I think today is the first time where I'm like, what do I, I don't know what to do. You're, like, you're feeling like a single mom. Yeah. I'm telling you the moms out there are superheroes. Parents in general are superheroes, like keeping children alive. Oh my God. I mean, we gave her a bath yesterday. You I cried. <laughs> I cried giving her a bath because she came out and she was shaking. Like I've never felt like shaking, like a, like a salt shaker. <laughs> And I start crying and I'm like, there's something wrong. She got too much water somewhere. Like, and he's like, she's just cold. We will dry her and she'll be fine. You know, like he can calm me down. And then I stopped crying and she stopped shaking, but it was like <laughs> so a lot. So you were causing, she was scared because you were crying. <laughs> it's been an emotional 24 hours, you know? Oh my but God. But couldn't you go for a run like today when you're done with the podcast? Couldn't you go for a run at that point and just leave her for an hour? If I had, I don't have any of her stuff here. So, yes, I'm going to start getting to the point where I'm just going to leave her in her crate because we can. Mm-hmm. We've been leaving her for like 15 minutes at a time, 30 minutes. So we're getting up to an hour. But I think it's my own personal guilt because I leave Sunny with Robbie all, 
24 seven when I come to work. So I feel like if I'm not working, I need to go help him. Even though he doesn't make me feel that way. That's just how I feel myself. Does that make sense? I see. I, I'm worried about you creating um, an issue where the, the dog can't, uh, what's that called? Oh, uh, separation, um, separation anxiety. Separation, yeah. separation yeah. anxiety. That's what I'm worrying you're creating. Uh, we're, we're leaving her in the crate, but we're doing it in 15 minute increments until like you just, that's what they say to like go 15 build minutes, up. build up, then do 30, then do 45, then do, we never like, we've left the house to go get coffee. And I think that's the longest we've left her alone for up till now. She survived. She survived. She made it. We'll make it. We'll, yeah. we'll keep increasing the time. I'll never forget one time I was getting this laser done um, at this, like, it was this like plastic surgeon's office. And I went in because it was like a trade for to post for him on Instagram. And I was supposed to go, I, I, I showed up at my appointment time and I waited for four hours to get it done. And I had just gotten Phoebe because in my mind, I was like, okay, this will be the first time I'll probably be gone for like an hour. Oh no, I'd lose it. I'd I was pacing the room and every time I'd ask, they'd be like, he's about to come in. He's about to come in. It was the most stressful time. So I, I get the like anxiety of that, but Phoebe's also very independent and loves being alone. So I'm grateful for whatever I did along. Maybe it was that four hour day. Maybe it was that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know. And here's the thing. We are. I am very cognizant of that because I don't want her to have separation anxiety. But um, she's still just like a little baby baby. She's so, a baby baby. She's a baby baby. But you guys, have you seen the video of when Phoebe and Sunny met? Yeah. Yes. Our dogs are our relationship. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. so yeah. crazy to see. She was like hurdling Phoebe and Phoebe because Phoebe's so little, like she's always a smaller dog. And so she always just kind of she has a kind of like that attitude, like she'll let them sniffer and stuff. But she kind of like minds her own business like she's pretty to herself. And Sunny was like jumping over her on top of her. And Phoebe would like snap at her because, you know, I taught her to hold her own. <laughs> And but then I had to be like Phoebe, she's just a puppy. But yeah, she Sunny was just running circles, and then would like sit in front of her and look at her like, "Give me attention." And I was like, "This feels too familiar." (laughs) (laughs) I was dying because I reposted your video, and so many scrubbers messaged me and were like, "This is literally you, you and Becca in dog form." I swear, I probably got over a hundred messages and almost all of them said, this is you and Tanya in dog form and so, like some different, like even if it was worded differently, it was like yeah, the same It thing. made me feel like Sunny was meant to be mine. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's really my girl. She is. She, your Instagram's really funny. Her Instagram. Sorry. I, can I tell you something? I went on a date with a guy. I'll never forget this. There were other things that turned me off about him in general. He was not my match. But then he told me he had an Instagram account for his dog. And I was like, bye, sayonara, where's the check? And now I am the girl that has an Instagram account for my dog. And I am loving it. What is it about him? I know you had other issues too, but what does it tell you about a person when you hear that they have an Instagram account for their dog? What impression did that give you that made you feel like this was over? Loser. I'm not gonna lie. for Phoebe. Loser. I was like, loser. 
And now I'm that person. So you would I'm say a you're a loser? For you sure. Don't, you haven't changed your mind on the loserness of no. it? No. You just have joined the club. Oh, yeah. And, oh. I, and I love it. Like, I don't even care. Like, I am, I, I'm on it more than I'm on my own right now. Yeah. And she responds to every single one of my posts from Sunny's Instagram. And oh she'll, God. every single one, at first, she signed it Sunny Girl. And I'm like, hi, Sunny. You don't have to sign it Sunny Girl every time. I know it's you. So now she just does a sunshine emoji. But she still signs it every time. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. I taught her to be really proper. I want her to be yeah. a really proper girl. <laughs> Make her presence known, yeah. you know? So that's been, that That was a fun time. I think they're going to be great friends once Phoebe's like older and, and really when Sunny's calms older. Calms down. When she yeah, calms down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. We're, really, we're taking so, socialization to like a whole nother level. We put um, Halloween masks on the other day. I'm like, <laughs> We saw that in a dog training video. But here's like, what I'm going to tell you. It's not just Tanya. <laughs> yeah. Red Star is also <laughs> as neurotic about this puppy parenting <laughs> thing. I was like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. I thought Tanya was the ringleader here. It might be him. Yeah. No, no, no. We're both we're both very uh, aggressive. And it's funny is when we were hemming and hawing about the Instagram account, I asked him about it and he was like, um, he goes, you know, I'm really it's a good thing that we're this we're like, I already love you because if we were dating and you told me you had an Instagram, you know, show me Instagram for your dog, I would kind of be like, nah. <laughs> but then he goes, I'm also embarrassed about how much I've been posting on my Instagram of this dog. So it might be kind of freeing for us to just have this outlet. <laughs> It's it's intense. We went to a movie premiere on Thursday night, Tanya and I, and so she left um, Sunny with Red Star. And the whole movie, she kept checking her phone, and I kept getting so nervous that the guy was going to come. Oh, she's trying oh, to bite. The, oh, I'm just checking. Just make just checking up. Yeah, on her. just like frantic. I'm like Tanya. He knows what he is doing. Yeah, they had a lovely night. They played brain games and ate hot dogs. And can you explain the Halloween masks to me? <laughs> I honestly thought it was a little weird myself, but we are, um, we're in this like puppy training course. And so every week we get on for like an hour and they do these trainings. And one of them was about socializing and they put masks on. And it's, it's like, it's, I guess in this three month period that the dog is like, if the dog doesn't experience something early on when they experience it later, it's like traumatic so it's trying to get them like accustomed to the blow dryer or going to the hair salon or I guess in the sense Halloween masks because <laughs> yeah. they might I don't know, go trick or treating or something someday. I have no idea. The freaking science monster shows up. Yeah. In case yeah, yeah, yeah. a monster comes in. Yeah. she's. Or, or is it just other faces? Maybe it might just Those be that. Those are faces though. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. Well, they're like I, zombie. It's not faces I mean, they're going to yeah. see. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it to you, but we saw it in the video. So, we so they did it. So we did it. <laughs> Yeah. If it's in the training video, we're doing it. They're doing it. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Tanya, was... Tanya sent me a screen, uh, the link last night to her Instagram, uh, Sunny Sunny Girl the Cavapoo's Instagram, and uh -huh. she kept asking me, "Do you hate it? <laughs> Is it stupid?" <laughs> Did I'm you like, say loser? I felt, I felt Mark's judgment <laughs> through the. Text. No, but I thought you do. I, it's not for me to say. You do what you want to do. I just want to talk about it on the radio, and we did, and it was fun, and it worked. But I, I, I don't. You know, do your thing. No, I'm, it's not for me to judge. Well, from okay. now on, knowing if that how Tanya felt about me having an Instagram and she put me in the loser club, I'm going to yeah. tell her when she's a loser, when she does things that are losery. <laughs> 
I don't care. I wear it with pride. I'm happy to be on this loser train with my dog well, Instagram. I thought you were going to change your mind and say, oh, it's not so much of a loser thing. It's fun. Oh, uh, yeah, it is fun. It's fun being a loser. Maybe the scrubbers can weigh in. Is having an Instagram for your dog <laughs> loser? How about this? Is having conversations between yourself and your dog and doing both sides of the conversation, is that loser? Because I think it might be a step farther into a psychosis. But I have certainly <laughs> yeah. done that with me. Yeah. Same. But, like, what if it's an Instagram and it's just like uh, about the dog? It's not from the point of view of the dog. I think that's like the the most reasonable level. Right? Yeah, 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 that's re- yeah like, that's like so all their content just goes in one place. Yeah, what's the fun in that? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know, why can't you role play as an animal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like it's all the thoughts I think that Sonny's having. Do you know what I mean? So like I did a mm-hmm. QA. I gotta do a QA every day because it was so freaking fun. But somebody was like, Are you a daddy's girl or a mommy's girl? And I was like, Well, I love that my mom's gives me uh affirmations in the morning, but I I really think my dad's a babe, so it's hard to say. Yeah, someone said, Can you let Tanya know that it's creepy for Sunny to call her dad a babe? Uh-oh. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly, through a lot through this dog, huh? <laughs> I'm scared of myself when I have children because this is really all consuming in the be- in the best way. Like I'm having so much fun with it. And I also think the pandemic is a little bit because we're just not really I'm not doing anything else. You know what I mean? Like it's just like me and her and like Yeah, it's a good time to have a puppy. Yeah. Well, good. What an adventure we're all on. Oh, yeah. Sunny, sunny girl. Sunny girl, the Cavapoo, if you're not following her, she really loves her auntie <laughs> scrub sisters. She yeah. loves them so much. And all the DMs that they've been sending, she wanted me to pass along the message yeah, that she, she says, loves them. Follow me. Everybody yeah. follow me. Yeah. <laughs> and she all has right. a theme song. So oh. all the videos, yeah, they're going to be to this song called Sunny. Sunny. <laughs> 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 no, not the wow. gr- sunny. Yes, that song. I just repeated you. I don't know what the song is. Sunny. No. It's such a cute song. Well, in the meantime, have we gotten any applications for our uh, intro song? Oh, yeah, Easton, how's that you coming? Know, we actually, we got one, actually. <laughs> we did. Well, you know, it just, it just takes one. That's what I always say. It t- uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I just remember this. I got one last week and I should have sent it over. Um, this woman, uh, a scrubber sent in her, her son composed something mm. and there's no lyrics or anything. It's just music, but it's very good. And, um, I will get it to everybody, uh, shortly. It's yeah. So we have one entry so far. If you have something you want to, uh, hear as our theme song, uh, hit me up. It's Easton, E-A-S-T-O-N at iHeartMedia.com. I don't mind I the lose it. I don't, I don't mind the just the the audio or the sound because we can sing on top of it. <laughs> that's right? true. We can come up with yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, um, that's you know, I I know you are boohooed on Crime Junkie, but their intro is just music. It's a beat, and it is like every time I'm like in the car just. Popping back and forth. Easton, can we hear a little bit of the composure comp- composition? I, 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 am, uh, I am looking. Wow. I am looking for it. Um, <laughs> Mark maybe is uh, losing a little I bit too. I corrected myself. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, okay, I'm going to play this from my phone. So okay. please uh, excuse the low quality of this. But um... don't. 
it's kind, good. It's kind of funky. Yeah. yeah. How old, uh, did she fun. say how old her son is? Uh, she did not. Her name is Becky Cooper, and uh, I assume a, Ma- a Max Cooper was uh, copied on this email, so I assume he made it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm impressed. Here, I'll, I'll uh, forward it to everybody. That's so fun. Yeah, Thank you. really fun. I Very lost cool. my virginity to a guy named Cooper, so this is really all falling into place. <laughs> well, his name's Max. The last name's last Cooper. Name. Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> I hope Max Cooper isn't nine. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's a prodigy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I feel like we should take a break, and then I I'm guessing that Easton and I will be able to talk about in just like that because there's no way you're caught up, (laughs) and we need to talk about it. (laughs) And then we have listener questions, which is gonna be so fun. She's doing so good. She's a champ. This this dog is gonna be (laughs) (laughs) this modern woman dog. Modern woman dog is gonna be an Olympic athlete one day. Yeah, she is. All right, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it and I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas Ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. All right, we're back. So I just, I have to talk about this because I know there's some scrubbers who probably are also watching in just like that. And Tanya has jumped ship. Mark was never on the ship. And Easton and I are dangling on the ship, but we're still on. Okay, so first of all, dangling. Allison, Easton's wife, sends me a photo of Easton taking notes so that he knew what he hated about the episode. Oh my god. I took notes. But that is so bad. If it's that bad that you're having to take no, notes. I can't explain it. Easton, maybe you can explain it. It's something that like I can't stop watching, but I'm disappointed after every episode. I've heard some people really enjoying this. It's not Who people are the aren't people? watching this. Who are the people? We need names. I don't remember, but I know <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are okay. enjoying this show. Some people say that's good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. The, the thing that offended me the most about this episode is that at the very beginning, they had the audacity to ask the viewer to listen to a podcast <laughs> called The Writer's Room after the show for more insight about how this atrocity was made. And I don't want to listen to that <laughs> podcast. Um, I mean, we don't, we don't have to beleaguer this too much, but I'm just going to run through my notes very quickly. Uh, there's a bunch of offensive lines in this episode. Um, Interesting. Uh, offensive just because they're they're stupid in my opinion uh <laughs> uh let's wait miranda says something along the lines of she sees a couple being cute and she says if you were a show i would stream you oh yeah and i was like what the, <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> i hate that um i hate and that then, <laughs> That's just desperately trying to be topical. And yeah, it's yeah. so desperate. Then there's a line that if it had been in the old Sex and the City, I would have been fine with it. But because it's in the new one, I hate it. Uh, the, Carrie, Carrie's writing a book about uh, her experience. And um, they are told she's told it's too dark because it's like, I, I just death, lost my yeah. I just lost my husband. I'm, I'm all alone. And um, she says the line, uh, if I can lighten my hair, why can't I lighten my book? <laughs> And I was like, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the, I think the worst part about this episode, this episode, Carrie goes on a date uh, for the first time. 
And uh, again, spoilers if you haven't watched and just like that. Um, <laughs> Carrie goes on a date and it's fine, but then it ends with them both projectile vomiting for a very long time. <laughs> like, Wait, why? Screen. Why were they? Did they drink they, too yeah, much? Yeah, they over. They, they, drank they, they were served. But it's I, so gross. Okay, but I it just went on way longer than it needed to. But the original <laughs> thing, I actually laughed out loud because I was so not expecting it. But then it kept going, and I was like, okay. <laughs> We get it. We all we saw vomit. It's everywhere. Got it. Was that it? Do you have any There's, comments about? Uh, oh, I also <laughs> I, I they use this in the they use this in the promo on the on Instagram and I posted about it. But Charlotte gives probably the worst line of the entire episode, which is uh, she and Harry are going through a problem where she won't apologize for knocking him over during tennis. It's a, yeah. it's an argument many married couples have. It's a it's a very relatable thing and actually a cute plot line. <laughs> But then he's like, I just want an apology because you knocked me over. And Charlotte says, without a shred of irony, as Demi Lovato would say, sorry, not sorry. Oh, <laughs> which couldn't be more Tanya, to be honest. Right, right. I mean, I respect it. But at the same time, it's like so cringy. It, I was like, what are we doing? But can I be honest? I think I'm going to like this kind of sounds right up my alley. I love projectile vomiting. Well, I, I don't like projectile vomiting, but like I enjoy like, uh, you know, a, a date getting too hot and heavy over drinking. It's kind of fun. I love a Demi Lovato reference. You know what? As Bob is my witness, I'm going to catch up this week. Who's Bob? I, I just say that because okay. I don't say God. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to bring God into this. We don't need to bring God into this, okay. this discussion. Let me tell you that. Okay. We're in a godless place right yeah, now. Yeah, so Bob, we're going to do this. Bob is my witness. I will catch up because I, this is all sounding pretty nice to me. Here's the thing. The reason why I continue to watch, I think, is because I have this hope because there's like these glimmers of moments where I'm like, this feels familiar and cozy to me. Like watching, there's something about Sarah Jessica Parker's outfits and Carrie, but like Miranda is not even the same person I feel like that we've watched for. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what people are upset about. It's like all of a sudden she's, I don't know. It just, I don't like the, that storyline. They made Steve <laughs> seem like he was 95 years old. I, read it, I saw an article that said that they like apologized the, for making him lose his hearing or something. No, no. He lost his hearing in real life. So oh. that's the hearing thing, which I was like, you know what? That's fair. But there's also something about like the way he talks and he's forgetting everything. And I'm like, why were we doing this to this man and this character? It, it, there's a lot of like, a, ah, geez, Miranda, where I put my, <laughs> where I put my pocketbook? Ah, geez. You know, it's uh, like, oh you guys, God, this man is like 54. Come on. Yeah. Easton, that was perfect. Yeah, that sounded just like him, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, there's Thank an you. example in case you don't want to sit through the whole episode. But, yeah, I mean, I like the I like the idea of Carrie dating because I think that's fun. I think that's fun. Too. I like the I liked that guy too. I hated that they auctioned off a date with her though. That felt so cruel, cruel so and unusual cruel. punishment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's like one or two. I don't even know how many episodes are there in the series. Left? I mean, no, I think it's like a full season. I think I read like that it was like twenty something. Maybe not no. twenty something, but like oh. <laughs> no, please no. Please. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm hoping it's ten. I think we're on episode six now. Uh, no, se I think we seven was last week. Seven. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, looks like ten. It's ten. Yeah. Ten. Okay. So three more. Three more <laughs> weeks of this. All right. All right. Well, I'll uh, be there every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. 
I do look forward to Thursday or Thursday night, Friday morning when I get just text from Becca going, oh, God. <laughs> like, I text you- Easton. I'm like, You're, I cannot wait to hear what you think of this. And then Allison sent a photo of him taking notes. And I was like, OK, we're in the same going in the same direction. <laughs> so sad. I know. The girls. Know. It's OK. It's OK. Um, but we actually t- total flip of something that we watched. Tanya and I went to the premiere of Redeeming Love which I it has been one of my favorite books since high school. Like I have had very few books that have stayed with me like this one. Yeah, same. I read it, but I didn't read it in high school. I read it. Re- I read it in my adult life. Like I think I read it when I was like 24 or 25 and I loved it. It's it's basically it's a story. It's based on a story from the Bible, the story of Hosea. And um, it is just like this beautifully written book and story. And it's really this like, the most unconditional love storyline, I guess. Yeah, and like it's really dark. There, it's so when heavy. When I watched the movie, I was like, "Wow, I forgot how heavy the movie is." And like, just it's 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 a lot, but it the underlying message is just so beautiful. And like, I was just not prepared. I cried like a baby at the end. Well, it's really good. You know, like when you find out that a your one of your favorite books is being made into a movie or a TV series, there's this like fear that they're going to ruin it or something. You know, once you see it come to life, I feel like Mark, you can relate to this because I feel like you've had a bunch of books that you've loved that they've like, um, little fires everywhere. Was it? Didn't we talk about that? Yeah. 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 And there's one, um, right now station 11 on HBO is a book that I loved and I've been watching that. It's been good. It's so far. It's been good. Well, I was really, they've been working on this movie for a long time. So like I knew that it was going to be a movie for like years. Yeah, they shot it before the pandemic. So, And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, but I'm so nervous they're not going to do it justice. And I guess Francine Rivers is the author and I guess she wrote the screenplay. So she kept it as similar as she could to the book, you know, but to make it condensed enough to make a movie. It is so good. Like, yeah, I can. I mean, if you love the book or you've read the book, the movie is like does it justice. So. Yeah. But we leave. And I mean, it's like it is a really heavy storyline. And McSteamy is the bad guy. And he's so scary in it. Well, can we get him on our show to talk about it? Because that would be to check we him should, off the list. Mark, that is an excellent idea. Check we should get off. Eric Dane on here because the movie comes out end of January. So January 21st. Doing, I mean, he's one of the main people. I'm sure he's doing promo for it. Yeah. I would, I mean, I'd be, I would love that. But we were hoping he would be at the premiere, but he wasn't. Yeah. We had our eyes peeled. peeled. But the mask situation also doesn't help because I couldn't recognize anybody. Oh, I would have recognized anybody. him. No, you would Yes, have. I would have. If he was standing 10 feet from you at that premiere, you would not have known it was Eric 1,000 percent I would no have. No chance. You didn't even recognize one of my girlfriends when she got out of the car. You're like, huh? Who? Courtney? I'm I with only, Becca. I think you recognize Mixed In real life. I think he has think so? eyes. His eyes are unique eyes. Yes. Yeah. He if he was in very... sunglasses, a baseball cap, and a mask, that's different. But I think you would recognize him. I do too. And I, I, he was so scary. And then he's also like kind of creepy and euphoria. So I don't like that they've taken McSteamy on yeah, this they dark turn him into a, yeah, he's, yeah, he's really gone. Now he's like the, a villain. Yeah, his character in this movie is new, way new. And he has like an Irish or Scottish accent that makes him like way creepier. Yeah, I was like, McSteamy, what are you doing? <laughs> Get back in the OR. Get back in the OR. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good. But we get out of the movie and it, uh, my interpretation of it 
even when I read the book, well, when I read the book, I was like, oh my gosh, that is the standard of the type of man I want to be with. Which, When you read it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after watching it, Tanya was like, does that make you think about your relationship and like intent, like th- that, that intense love? And I was like, I think of it more as like, like God's love for us that it's like very unwavering and consistent. And she was like, oh, okay. I think I might like that better. <laughs> I was like, yeah, please do not compare Red Star to that guy because yeah. you are not in a brothel and he no, is not no, a farmer yeah, yeah, going yeah. to rescue there's, there's you. A lot. There's a lot there. But it was so cute because we got home uh, after the movie premiere and uh, Becca walked up to say goodbye to Sunny. But Red Star had her give me a kiss first. He was like, can you say hi to mommy first? Give mommy a kiss. Hello. And I was like, oh, that's the kind of, that's the respect I need. That was the redeeming love. That was the redeeming love. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Did you see the Jake Gyllenhaal thing? I did. You know what? Actually, I was going to ask you that I just saw. Well, we can talk about the Jake Gyllenhaal thing, but did you see Olivia Culpo's Instagram over the weekend? Oh, about American Airlines? Yes. I was actually going to text Mark about it. I wanted to do a report on it. Do it. I saw that. Yeah, it's good. Because what the frick? I, I don't know. Like, I've seen people wear, like, leggings and get say be told they need to change so i don't really understand but, but you're on a flight so olivia culpo is wearing like a bra and, like a, like a cam bra yeah and biker shorts and then like a long like sweater so it covered her butt and stuff yeah i'm wondering it? if maybe she had that on or maybe she threw that on like i don't maybe she wasn't wearing that initially no you know? I, I feel like she may have had that on and they just were i'm telling a blouse that makes no sense i would be livid yeah, it was really funny. I I mean, people, I had a not great experience with American Airlines during the holidays and everyone was like, it's the pandemic. Like people are working so hard. I'm like, no, I, I'm, this has been way before the pandemic that I've like always had issues with them. But I mean, it, it kind of depends in my mind who you get on that day. Cause For like sure. every airline people are like, cause even when I posted that about American airlines, like 95% of people agreed, but then a lot of people were like, Oh, I feel the same way about, you know, another airline. It just depends right, on right. the day. So I, but I just think it's who, how is it an airline's job to tell you to put on a blouse to get on a flight? Like that makes no sense. I guess it was, I well, don't, I mean, I, I messaged her and I was like the worst, <laughs> they're the worst. It just makes no sense. Like, what? what is that distraction of? Or what is that? It just makes no sense. Well, and it also goes back to this, uh, the dress code thing at schools, you know, that they say to girls, you got to cover up and all this stuff. And the reason they say that is because boys can't control themselves. And, and we should be teaching boys to control themselves, not teaching girls to How cover to dress. up. Girls should yeah. be able to wear whatever they want and boys should be able to control themselves. Yeah. That should be the perfect it's world. It's so backwards. They just did this in our school district. They got the whole uh, one girl spearheaded a movement to get rid of the um, dress code and she was successful. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in such a conservative, like I grew, I went to a Baptist school, like boys can even have their hair a certain length girls. Like it was like very strict. So I have that like ingrained in my mind. So I always have to like, I always, I remember going through those things. And so in my mind, I'm like, well, it's the rules, but now it's kind of like, on an airplane, I don't know that. Unless someone's literally in lingerie, it's like, okay, maybe. But then where do you draw that line? Because some lingerie is more revealing than other lingerie. Like, can you be no, in a, a my, my line is is nipple pasties. If you're wearing nipple pasties in public, 
So if you're getting on an airplane in a bikini, a thong bikini, that's okay with you. Fine by me. (laughs) Live your life, girl. More power to you, sister. I don't so care. Like that sounds fine. super uncomfortable and also unsanitary to me to be in a thong. That's a bit of an issue. But like I personally don't care what anyone's wearing next to me. Right. I just don't. But you know, there has to be rules. There has to be boundaries in place. But it's like I'm with you, Mark. It's like where's women. the line drawn? It's always women. It's like that mm-hmm. man's not. You know what? Well, That's right. Like. Men wear well, baggy yeah. pants. I can see their cracks for days, and yet no one's calling them out. And also, but I feel I like if a guy tried to get on a speedo, I think they would turn him away. Yeah, but, you're but right. that's... it's always women that call called out. But I feel like there is a line. Well, I mean, a man in a speedo is offensive to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... not to me. Bring it on. The, the, I'm just kidding. Bring in the air marshal for that one. No, that, that's <laughs> your crime. No, but like I aside from his speedo, wearing speedos, I was beg him to wear speedos. He does not, but maybe for my birthday. <laughs> well, okay, so that gets us into the other thing we talked about with Ryan this morning, and we should talk about. Sorry, we need to get to Jake Gyllenhaal, but Becca, if ninety-five P thought it would be a good idea for the two of you to drink each other's blood, would you do that? Um, no. A la Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Yeah, no, no, I want it. Well, Tanya's fine with that. If Red Star would like to do that, she's fine with that. Hey, were y'all surprised by this answer? <laughs> a little bit. Really? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I don't, uh, that's not anything he would ever want. Yeah, he so would never. He would never. So it's easy for me to say if he asked, I'd say I'd be, I'd be cool with it. But I think it's more, uh, more of the thing of like, to me, every shoe has its foot. So it's like <laughs> Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly found their way to each other. You know what I mean? Like they both right. are down with that. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. that's, you know, like if you are out there and you're dating and you have weird quirks or you have things that you like, and you don't think that that partner's out there, they are out there. It's true. I mean, I think 95 P both of us would equally say no to that. So it wouldn't be like one of us was looking to do that. But I mean, I agree. I think everyone has their own little things that maybe majority finds taboo or whatever, but and apparently drinking your partner's blood is like a celebration of your connection. So it's kind of beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> I think there's other ways to do They're not drinking like a soda pop. It's like they're just probably drinking a little shot glass or something. They're not Who like knows? chugging a, that's, that's a, a blood, little shot glass. So. Like, yeah, I'm like. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> Takes you back to Twilight when she's drinking the blood. There she's a, lost too much. Yeah, there was a Glamour magazine article written about like doctors weigh in. Is it safe to drink some human blood? I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> Yeah, this is where we're at. I mean, I remember a simpler time when uh, Angelina Jolie was just wearing Billy Bob's blood in a vial around her neck and she wasn't slurping it down. Wearing it is cute. No, not cute. Not cute. Not cute. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Gramps. (laughs) 2021, baby. We're drinking blood. We're wearing blood. It's actually 2022. 22 now. Maybe for you guys. Yeah, it's all a blur. Do we have an email? We do, but we never got to Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk, talk about, about this. That's well, I don't have a ton to say, but so he did a photo or like a magazine cover and spread, and he is suspiciously wearing a red button down with hearts, red heart sunglasses on his head, which look very similar to the ones Taylor wears in a, on her 22. 22 cover. Yeah. And so obviously people were speculating. And then I think the... Uh, 
the photographer or who was it? The editor and someone's referred to it as Jake's version. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on W Magazine. And someone actually said that Carly Kloss owns W Magazine. So there was all this on TikTok oh, speculation. Yeah. Which that was interesting. Here's the thing. I'm just. Ow. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm yeah. Ow, to you, me too. Sorry, guys. You, you good? I had a biter. I had a biter. <laughs> Yowza! Those teeth are sharp. Um, I'm gonna say Jake Gyllenhaal wants nothing to do with this narrative. Like that guy went in hiding when the red re-release came out. He wants he like if he wanted to play with us, he could have played with us a long time ago. He would mm-hmm. have done it. To me, this just seems like a coincidence. He's not down to play. He wants nothing to do with this. Okay, wait. So they put him in red sunglasses that look like hers, and they call it Jake's version? And you don't think it has anything to well, do with it? but how much was he involved in that? Right. Is that the magazine editor? Right. Is that somebody else? Pull you a fast one. Yeah, I mean, I, de- I definitely feel like that could be the case because magazines do whatever they want, and they put the title or headline for as whatever they want. Yeah. But you don't think when they handed him those sunglasses, he was like, no, it's a I, February issue. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be like, wait a second. Right. I know. Mm. <laughs> like, these, I'm these, just saying. These, these feel like the 20 okay, no, music videos. No, because yeah. to me, I would be like hyper aware of everything. If I was trying to stay out of that narrative, I'd do everything to stay out of that narrative. I think he's a bury his head in the sand kind of guy. And I yeah. think he's remaining blissfully unaware of anything related to this Taylor Swift project. I agree. I think y'all are giving him too much credit. Personally, I don't even care. Like, I don't even have a vendetta against Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. I and just... I appreciate your like your wantingness of it. I really do. Of what? Of the wanting him to like be giving the. the, the... That he wore that yeah, he knew what he was doing. Exactly. I, I, I just, appreciate that. I, the fan fiction. Even fan his of publicist yours, but... would be like stepping in at that point. Even if it wasn't him, she would or he would be like, hey, by the way, this could which maybe they wanted the attention from it. I don't know. It worked. It worked. Here we are. That's what yep. I'm saying. Yeah. Wish them all well. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Megan Fox included. Yeah. Um, okay, we have an email. Should we take a break and then do an email? Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas Ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. What's going on, everyone? I'm Peter Weber. You may know me as The Bachelor, but I'm also a pilot, and I'm super happy to be guest hosting How Men Think. I'm going to attempt to answer all your questions and solve the fascinating question of just how men think. Let's get into it. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production. Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. We have an email. Mark, take it away. All right, Becca, thank you very much. This is from... It uh, doesn't say. So there you go. Hi, <laughs> Becca, Tanya, Mark, and Easton. 
I'm engaged. I'm getting married to the best guy in the world in April. We've been together for seven years, so it's been a long time coming. Wow. We are so excited, and all the wedding planning has been great. His family's been beyond helpful. My issue is with my family. My parents are divorced, and I'm really close to my dad. He's my actual best friend. I was really, really close to my stepmom, and she was so helpful with planning for the last year or so. Well, on Christmas, we got into a huge fight, which led to her leaving my dad, my fiance, and myself at home while she went to see her family for Christmas. This has never happened before. It was beyond hurtful. Long story short, I've tried to reach out to her to resolve it since that day, but she won't reply to me. And it's hanging this over my dad's head every day. Last week, my sister planned the bridal shower and sent the invites. She declined. I was so hurt that I cried when I find out. I reached out. I said how sad I was that she would decline. She read my message and didn't respond. How do I move forward without this being the memory of my wedding planning? Side note, she's been a really great second mom because my relationship with my mom is difficult sometimes. So I feel like I lost my mom in a month. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, that's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a hard time with someone not um, extending, like if you've extended an olive branch and she can't do the same, especially as a mother figure, I have some issues with that because to me it feels a little bit toxic and I don't know if maybe the relationship has been more on like a friend level since she's your stepmom and maybe it wasn't as like motherly if that makes sense like it was more of like y'all were friends in that way but I really hurt for you and the fact that you've made an effort and reached out and expressed your hurt and vulnerability during this time and what should be a very exciting time for you and that she won't do reach back out yeah and that, you know what also i i have the same sort of sentiment in the fact that like this must have been a really blow up fight between her and your dad that has caused her to really just completely disconnect like this like it obviously must have been something really painful or hurtful or whatever it was but i'm with becca if you are constantly like what was done was not intentionally done to hurt her and in even your relationship with her, the fact that you're reaching out and she is ignoring you is a total, total crappy thing to do. Like, I just think that's so not cool. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly thinking like, is she, I don't know, she, she said she read it, but didn't respond. I was like, maybe she's hurt or something. Cause it just seems so weird. Like if somebody keeps reaching out and you're just not responding, that just seems so immature and not right. Yeah, and I think moving forward, you almost have to accept that you've done everything you can and not not feel like you need to blame yourself for this because you've like taken the time to reach out and like express how you feel. And if she's not going to meet you there, then she's not going to meet you there. And like no matter what you do, it sounds like she's going to do act how she wants to act, which hasn't been great yeah but like i mean her her question is how do i make that not be the memory from this and it's like you can't i mean just keep doing fun things and like i guess put this in the rear view mirror i was gonna say like forward celebrate the bridal shower with the people who are there and those are the people that you know are like there to support you and be there for you and maybe go on a really fun bachelorette party and just kind of like know that it hurts and be able to let yourself feel that because it's really painful, but also know that you have a lot of other people that love you and are so excited to celebrate. You have a wonderful man and his family and 
really try to lean into that because um it just sucks there's no like sugar coating it's just like when you lose someone close to you and you can't connect with them or communicate with them it's it's hard and it almost feels there's no closure there so um, I'm really sorry and I hope that you feel surrounded by love and celebrated by everyone else in your life yeah, I don't have great advice, just a theory. This has got to be a vaccine thing, right? This has got to be one of those political holiday arguments that everybody was having. That's my theory, is that these things get so heated. Really? That's my guess. I mean, it's got to be something it, like that. It it does. It causes some very serious rifts. And unless both people can come together and at least have a conversation, it's really hard to to move on. I mean, we can't, we're just speculating, but... Yeah, I think the first for the first paragraph of this email is so awesome. Just try to focus on all the good that's happening, and, and I and I think she'll come around. Hopefully, it's a bummer. Maybe go. Can you go see her? Can you talk to her face to face? But you can't know, it's also you? just kind of like a, I don't know. You get to a point where it's like you can only reach out so much and do so much before it feels like I did. I'm just. I'm not involved in this. I'm trying to conversation, have a conversation with you and trying to like nip this in the bud and you just keep ignoring me, like, which is more hurtful. The fact that she doesn't want to talk to you and have a conversation. It's rude. It's intentionally right. hurtful. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's like when you put in that much effort, like if you were to show up and see her and she still acted like that, then there's just more resentment and hurt. And it's like, why open yourself up to that? But we support you and are yeah. so happy and congratulations it sounds it's... like an exciting time seven years you deserve a great wonderful wedding so just focus on that yeah man life can be tough you know you know what they say yeah what when the going gets tough the tough get going mm. so get going girl you got this <laughs> that was one of your better better yeah, analogies really. or yeah mm-hmm. quotes right there thank you <laughs> um all right well not no oh i wish we had talked have you watched cheer did anyone watch cheer am i alone in my cheer no You're, i hear good I just, things though it's amazing i'm so jealous that y'all get to watch it with fresh eyes it's amazing we're in it we're in it <laughs> yeah y'all was, are in it i know i thought it was yeah. a podcast i kept getting dms from people that they're like you're in the first se- or second season of cheer and i was like oh my becca's gonna like I was a little salty that my interview with Coach Monica didn't, <laughs> I didn't make realize. it. I thought it was the podcast. Well, you really didn't just... interview her right. for the podcast. I did it solo. So that was, I'm not going to lie. I was, I had some questions for the editors, but um, <laughs> maybe season three, I can make it if we get to interview her. I maybe. begged Amy. I was like, please, can we get Coach Monica? I DM with her. We're like buds. And I swear, like one day I'm just going to like fly to, well, they live in, I'm, I could fly to my hometown and then drive to Corsicana and maybe we can, I can go to a cheer practice or something. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> dream come true. Um, all right. Well, we'll be back Thursday for a double episode you know extravaganza. What you know what they say. Oh, here we go. Oh. You can never have too much of a good thing. Mm, <laughs> so beautiful. we'll be back. We'll be back on Thursday with uh, questions from y'all. So yeah, it'll be a go, good time. I'm going to go take Sunny Potty because she's squealing a little bit. Okay. We love you. Bye. We love you. Say love you.
presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.